Can I ask you a question quickly? I was sort of thinking about it the other day, like keeping it real because you have patterns with, you know, like Instagram and posting. And I was thinking like, I was thinking to myself, like reinforcing my care for it. And I would ask you the same question. I asked myself, like, if you were on a desert island and there was, you just there for, the, for like, that's it now, that's your place. Would you still do parkour? Hi, Louis here. Glad that you're sticking by. Today's swapping shoes starts with big apologies for the sound. All the talks are online and it's surprising how many things can go wrong and damage the audio quality. Living and learning. Around 10 minutes into the talk, our guest started playing around with a pen on the wooden desk and this resonates immensely on the microphone. So sometimes it sounds like he's inside of a washing machine and sometimes it sounds like there was an earthquake. I worked over 10 hours editing this episode in order to have it at least acceptable. But I really, 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 really can't even repeat enough times how much I really enjoy this chat. It is one of my favorite swapping shoes. I say this about every episode, but I truly mean that. Shane Griffin, aka Shane Parkour, is a one-of-a-kind, extremely talented, strong and unique tracer. His movement keeps astonishing us every day and we had a great talk about finding your own movement, working as a professional PK athlete, his love letter to parkour and much much more. I hope you enjoy it regardless of the flawed audio. Try to imagine that you are in a parkour spot and the weird noises are steps and hands touching walls. Oof, long intro. But well, let's go. This is Swapping Shoes with Shane Griffin. Hello Shane, welcome to Swapping Shoes. Hello. How are you mate? I'm doing I'm doing good. Thanks thanks for having me on. <laughs> having me on mate. <laughs> it's a pleasure really. We haven't met ever in real life, but I see your videos and I'm crazy about your movement, man. Jesus Christ. Oh man. I feel I feel the same way. I think I've seen you a few times uh for the love. Really? Because I've been I've been there a couple of times with so many people, man. Ah. Sometimes it's kind of yeah. Yeah, but wait, wait, just a second. How how old are you, and when did you start training? Uh, I'm. I started training when I was. It's hard to put a date on exactly, but it's been over like sixteen years, I think. <sighs> I'm uh, I'm I'm thirty one. Oh shit! So fit. Yeah, yeah. So I I'm sick. Yeah, yeah. I've been yeah. I've been in I've been in the game for for since before John Britain, so um. Before jump in, I was kind of doing it. How? How did you find out about it? I was. It was like something. I think we all naturally do it when we're kids. And my earliest memory is uh jumping out of my mum's window, like two stories high, onto like a bush. <laughs> that was like an early memory. And then uh, just going around with my brother to different schools, climbing, doing challenges, exploring. And then uh, mm -hmm. and then jump Britain came. Jump London. Mm -hmm. But I didn't really see that. And then Jump Britain, and I was like, whoa. Kind of like reinforced what I was already doing. Uh, mm. Yeah, and it's been going steady ever since. But you can you can even spot me. You know Ampy Sound? Mm -hmm. Of course you do. You did um, yeah. you did the Daredevil thing with him. Yeah. yeah. So you, you know Scott since the beginning, more or less. Yeah, if you if you look at his early videos, you can, you can kind of... I'm like an Easter egg in his earlier videos. You know, like Stanley in Marvel films. Mm -hmm. Every Marvel film, you've got a Stanley cameo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, 
you can kind of see you can see me in the background like <laughs> doing certain moves in his earlier videos because <laughs> uh, I was like a fan first with Scott because you know like uh, all those classic videos um, you know Live On and mm. all of that because uh, there wasn't many back then was there yeah many groups it was like free run you had the urban free flood then you had ampi sound and ampi sound always like shine through to me mm-hmm. but anyway bang on a bit now you know cool. <laughs> since the beginning did you already have this kind of interest for going up things or i think you'll you'll be able to do this as well uh when i was doing it for the first like five years i was kind of feeling out different kinds of movements Because, you know, kind of captures everything, doesn't it, parkour? Mm-hmm. And I was kind of always better at certain types and when it came to climbing up things and muscle-ups yeah. and going up. I was always kind of, and running jumps, I was always kind of shining through more of them. So over the years, I kind of, what felt best for me and more natural, I kind of focused my energy on them. And then came Ninja Warrior and then came more the climbing elements. Yeah. But it always shined through to me, kind of that type of going upwards. Yeah, yeah. it's so sick. I'm so scared to see you doing these runs, man. Because like, if if you're doing a descent, it's already really scary. But somehow that's the direction of your fall. So you're always spotting the where your feet are, kind of. And when you're going up, Like, I know that parkour is really safe and I know that you're really strong and experienced, dude. But I imagine, like, doing one of these really fast ascents that you're doing and one of your, like, uh, uh, contact points miss misses somehow and you're not even looking, so you kind of lose balance. I'm so scared. You're not, like, <laughs> how, how do you get over this type of fear? Because it, it really requires a lot of practice to be as master oh, as you yeah, are. Yeah, it's... Uh... It's yeah, because descends kind of like they start scarier and then end quite safe because you're getting lower and lower. Oh, yeah. But then <laughs> the ascents, the ascents, there you're getting naturally more fatigued as you get higher. Mm-hmm. But then the highest point is kind of the hardest point, uh, depending on the route and what the challenge is. So it's uh, there's a lot of preparation that goes into it, I'd say. Um, so I do, I do like a a lot of prep. So I, I run like an hour a week and um, I put myself in situations that might happen up high. So I will visualize, I'll be, a, I'll be on a wall, ground level, and I will go up and down it left and right for half an hour straight. <laughs> and I will get more tired. And then I will eventually make mistakes. And it's trying to save the mistakes, uh, figuring out where the errors came in, is it a fatigue thing, to kind of mimic a situation that I might be in. Mm-hmm. And then you've got all the parkour elements and you know, and you kind of try and error of that over the years. Um, and also I like test out the routes and sections. Yeah. So it's like I'm testing out every section, the high point, which is kind of in, in a way more, gets a bit more uh, strange at times when you're doing it slowly. <laughs> kind of like whoa it's quite high because you're figuring it out because yeah. there's been routes where you i'm going up there slowly and you have to i have to stop and get in a comfortable position up high but i don't know if the top out is safe because there's no other way up there so it's figuring it out and knowing that i have enough energy to down climb and that's where the prep comes in when i do you know the half an hour endurance climb 
or hanging for 10 minutes or the ninja warrior which is mm-hmm. which is back to back obstacles isn't it when you do a full run of that um so yeah i guess it's a, a knowing that i can make it with things but uh, yeah it's um sometimes i walk past yeah it's uh yeah it's uh interesting and you're saying about the ninja warrior so did you get into climbing or ninja warrior first um i'd say i'd say park parkour is is the is the root yeah of it all yeah. mm-hmm. and then ninja warrior and then more climbing elements because um i think it might have been like my 26th birthday i i went climbing in america with my best mate travis and in england there's not many mountains to climb compared to america because america's got loads of different kind of cliffs so i went leaves climbing there and it's sort of being up that high in the open space mm. just like sparked my interest even more for it and then i took those elements and climbing with really good climbers out there yeah you know climbers that make you feel really weak because you think you're strong and then you climb with some climbers yeah. and they're like <laughs> and also the age because they're that's another reason because it's it seems like a bigger lifespan that's not that's not a fact it's just i feel like i feel like i'm a granddad in the parkour world because i'm like 31 when i tell people i'm 31 and they're like whoa and you're still good <laughs> um, <laughs> but in reality they're prime years depending on how you train um But it's just unheard of because you know obviously life changes in people's lives don't you know s- stops people from training yeah. Uh, yeah. You, i'm sure you have those uh you want to keep training but you're trying to find a career path in it comes when more things come in to your life it becomes a bit harder doesn't it i've always said it like you find out if you really love it when you're like 18 19 20 when you've got all these other elements but you still train It's really hard still for for our generation and the next generation, the 25, 20, 20, 25 years old to fully commit to parkour because it's such an unsafe path. Even if you love it, like what is the certainty that you can do what you love for a living in a road that there is no, there's not an option so much. Like it's difficult. It takes a lot of balls. I, I kind of like that element about it. Mm-hmm. So it's a, a relatively new walked path. Like it, you kind of, you can see where that path goes from past generations. You know, when you get a normal job, you know, which if that brings you happiness, it's fine. But parkour is such a, it's kind of like a new path. You don't know where you're going to end up, which is scary. But I kind of like to know that I've tried on the path. And, and, and I'm doing well so far you know, with the path I've chosen. But yeah, I admit it is quite scary and then burst. But then you know you're doing something you want to do. So it's like, oh man. Because I've done some, you know, like those normal retail jobs and it kind of reinforced that. Oh, I don't want to be, because you eventually will be stuck at the job that you don't like. So I was like, oh no, I want to, I want to really, really go for it. So I like went for it. And, but I feel like I've, I've, people need a chance though a chance because I, i i did this audition for this film uh, doctor strange and that gave me once you have that one moment where it shows you the path and you're like oh, i want to do this now like yeah. professionally 
And nowadays you just do parkour, right? Kind of helps. Me? Or for a few, yeah. Yeah, like your job is you, you do ninja warrior testing, right? The course testing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's... And what... what you, you're a parkour professional. It's like I'd say my day job. Yeah, it's, yeah. Parkour professional. Pro parkour specialist. Yeah, so, that, so you. So you, mate. <laughs> I try my so best. You. <laughs> uh, but you said that your day yeah, job man. is a ninja warrior uh, tester, right? Course tester. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, I'd say it's, it's a cool thing to say that it's it's become quite normal now. I've been doing it for like five years. So they fly me out to countries and I help put the obstacles in and test it and make sure the difficulty is right. <laughs> so um, yeah. So if it, yeah, this is it. So you you can never compete, right? Because if you compete, you win. <laughs> and then. <laughs> Yeah, it's unfair. I've, I've done them all. <laughs> I've done them all, man. Uh, yeah, I, I could probably compete on, like, you know, Sasuke. They're, like, the original creators. Mm -hmm. I could probably compete on that. But I don't know. I'm not, I'm not that massive on competing. You know, respect to anyone that does it. And it's awesome. And I do do it. Like, I think I've done, like, a couple of speed comps. Mm -hmm. It's hard to... Does it excite you or it doesn't excite you? Or what? what is the thing that is not so attractive to you for competitions? Right. So, I, I, I think in my head, there's no... So I don't... People say, why don't you compete on Ninja Warrior, for example, or you try doing that. But I feel like my personal development with being fulfilling what I know I can do is more important like nothing's bigger than like self-development like your own skills so i feel like that's bigger than any competition for me or competing on ninja warrior because uh because it's there's moments in the climbs where i'm like it's i put the pieces together and i go for it and it's like an awareness that i couldn't go any faster even if i was harnessed up it's like so in tune. Like I, you could put a harness on me, I don't think I'd go faster with some of them. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> and there's kind of that feeling of satisfaction that I thought was, of, you know, a bit, you have it in, par in parkour. It's parkour what I do as well, but uh, where well, you're so in tune and you're just like flowing, aren't you? It's yeah. kind of like a flow, flow state. state. And it's the same, it's just, you know, I go upwards and yeah. sort of that way. And there's, going back to the competition, yeah, that's pretty much, I just feel like my self-development is bigger than any competition. And anyone, you know, but saying that I wouldn't not compete because that's more further self-development in the competition, but I'm not aiming for that. Mm. That's pretty much what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not training to do a competition, which I feel some okay. athletes have it in their head, don't they? Of I'm going to train this and this is going to happen. And that's great to each his own. Um, but it's just not how I row. So if, if let's me, let me see if I understand, uh, so you're a little bit, uh, you, d you don't want the conflict between your self-development and the competition and the, and the feeling of competing. And are you kind of scared that because you start competing, then it would influence on your training and on your own goals? I just don't. I, I, the, the main thing is that I'm not focused on competition because of my, I'm more focused okay. on being the best I can be in, mm -hmm. in That's great. what we do really and you can do that with with uh you know and i'm not closed off the competition i probably would compete if you were like oh shane mm -hmm. you're gonna do a speed comp <laughs> i'd be like why not because it's 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 more it's more thing but 
when I just get it quite a bit, they're like, why don't you compete on Ninja Warrior? Why don't you compete on Ninja Warrior? It's because I feel what I do is bigger than a TV show. Um, mm -hmm. Just because there's awareness, because it's, mm -hmm. yeah, it's, uh, mm -hmm. it's interesting. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a, uh, I competed a lot in the past and uh, I felt that competing would, uh, is not, was not my main motivation and then, um, Every time I was in a competition, I was feeling so unhappy. Really? Like, why am I here? I don't want this, <laughs> like this three hours before the competition. And like, I don't want this feeling now. I should be training and people would be focusing on the competition and I would be training something else or trying a challenge in the area, like in the art of motions that I've been. Uh, the days before the competitions, people were prepping their stuff and writing down their routes. Oh, they are they hiding it from you. They're like, don't look at mine. Yeah. Don't look at my route. Yeah, this like, is my run. Um, <laughs> going with pairs to see the course. And I was just training with friends and going on night missions around Santorini, you know. And of course, it's completely valid that people do this. And it's great because it's a way of making the sport go get bigger and bigger. But it's not my thing so much. So that's why I pull myself out. I think it was affecting my self-development. Yeah. Somehow. But it's, it's, it's amazing though. I hope people don't get me wrong here. It's just not how I roll. Like I'd go to Santorini and like have a go, but I don't think I'd take it too seriously, but it's in that, in that sense. I wouldn't like take it too personally, you know, in the way of like, I've got to come, I've got to win this. Um, and I'm sure many people don't think like that as well, but I feel like some people, they build their year around the competitions and i've seen certain athletes like now we've hit this pandemic um just don't see them as much you know training <laughs> as much and it's like <laughs> it's, a, it's a fact actually because <laughs> there's no competition so it's like maybe I'm, maybe i'm out of line saying that and maybe that's not the case because there's more to it but it's just uh yeah just training with that as the main purpose um yeah, yeah. is not how you're, I work. You're very passionate dude about parkour, huh? You really like it. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. really just do it because yeah, you man, like man, it. Man, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's given me, oh, it's, I think it's, it's given me a lot of friends. And you're, I think you're, I feel it, man. It's one of the reasons I wanted to do the podcast because I was like, oh man, this guy, he, he likes it as well. But now, man, it's given, it's given me a lot over the years. You know, I, I sort of, traveled more than i ever expected mm -hmm. i expect to travel as much as i have been um yeah man and the ninja warrior that's links to parkour if i didn't if i didn't do parkour i wouldn't have and obviously it's personality as well it's kind of like you know with the professional jobs it's it's a link of two isn't it skill but also yeah being a all right guy because otherwise <laughs> it's like <laughs> to to the rest of the road <laughs> uh, nah, man. I even did this project with, uh, you know, Scott. I don't know if you saw it, but it's uh, on Ascent Two. Yeah, of course. I love it. It was like a, it was like a love letter to um, parkour. I don't know if that sounds like quite romantic. But Cam, and like you can sound sound romantic. Give give the feeling. <laughs> but the, you mean that the video, the on Ascent Two, was a love letter? Yeah, it was, man. It was like I wanted to make, cause cause I am thirty one, and it's given me a lot. And I'm still like, I feel like I'm doing the prime at the moment. I feel like as strong as ever. I wanted one project to kind of, I had like the perspective of when I'm older, looking back and being like, that's a project that man. I was like, yes. every single thing is how I wanted it. 
Because you only look back at videos and you're like, ah, I probably could have got that, you know, a bit nicer that bit. It wasn't as effective. But every every movement, it was just like, go for it. And it kind of looks almost, some of it looks quite simple. Um, cause, and, you, and I've shown people and they're like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. And it's because you're looking at someone that's fully going for it, fully committed. And there's that like, a good feeling. And everything became quite simple after that. If you go out with that mindset of I'm going for it, then... <laughs> Things that we used to be hard become quite not easy, but just within your range. Hmm, that's really cool. Yeah, I mean, there, there are very few videos recently in the past years that I watched more than five times. And on a Saint Two is one oh, of them. Man. I really like Thanks, it. Man. It's so sick. And there are so many details. I, th I feel like you can watch the whole video and stop in each one of the runs and analyze it. And you're like, this is the crux of the line. And for sure, that was really hard. Oh, <laughs> yes, man. That's, that's, oh, man, that's lovely to hear. Lovely to hear. Because mm -hmm. like I'm glad you noticed that. Because every single one, there's, there has to be like an element of just like the crux, like you said, mm -hmm. to every, every run. Man, oh, thank you. Uh, cheers. I'm glad that, I'm glad it come, came across in the video. Yeah, yeah it did. It so, did. I, uh... And it's cool. It's a video with personality, too. I really like it. And I hope, are you going to make a third part, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm talking to Scott about it because it is like a collaboration with Scott because he's got like a, such a legacy with parkour as well, hasn't he? And you've worked with him a few times. Um, mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, so there's even helped me like develop more of the runs. There's certain runs in the video where I'm like, I'm like, oh, should I do that extra bit? And he's like, yeah, do that bit as well. It's cool. But yeah, I'm thinking I might <laughs> d do a third, but it's, it, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of tough though sometimes, you know, because it's like, that's my love letter to park on sent too. That's done. Do you know what I mean? So it's like doing a free, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'll definitely still be doing it and training and doing videos and doing what I do and maybe, maybe more long for long form projects. But, um, yeah. Yeah, man. Cause it's like, but yeah. that was like a, a chapter, right? Like something, that's a chapter. Uh, your heart, heart spoke it once very candid. Yeah. And then you don't have yeah, to do it again yeah, anymore yeah. because it's not going to be the same honest. Right? Yeah, yeah, okay, because it's like, there was awareness when I was doing it. Of like, yeah, this is, this is, this is a love letter. Parkour and everything it's given me so far. But I'm, I'm still, um, yeah, I'm still on it. Though. It's cool. There's a few things I got. I'm currently shooting this anti-climb video. So anti-climb climber video. So finding things that are designed not to be climbed <laughs> and putting into the test. That's cool too. Yeah. Uh, Ah, I saw. I think I saw you uh, uh, start your Instagram like with some bur bur burb barb wire, and you. Yeah, barb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always felt like that was the most effective um, uh, safety measure against climbing. So if you have a wall and the barb wire is uh, like leaning, like facing the street. Oh yeah. I yeah, felt yeah, like yeah, this yeah. is impossible. It's the only one that is truly effective. The other ones are not even like electric barbed wire is not as effective if it's vertical up. But if it's a little bit like angled yeah, yeah. towards the the side that you climb, then it's too difficult, right? How? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I need to yeah, that's a good one. I might write that down. Electric barbed wire. I need to find <laughs> I need to find some of that. But man, yeah. Yeah, that's that's going quite well. Mm, like, that's cool. Um, one, 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 one last question. Um, you already said that like in the beginning, you first five years, you were kind of trying all these type of things and then you see what you like and what you're better at. And then this kind of creates who you are. But how could you give someone, uh, 
that is starting right now or there that is on the first five years or the seven years how do you how would you give them a tip to achieve their own style so i've i thought about this a bit because i was thinking what makes me what makes me do it what makes me train because i was doing it long before instagram or even like bebo remember that but uh, <laughs> so um i think the tip for them is so you have the foundation skills like which you coach um and then find within those skills kind of what makes what feels the best or kind of the kind of like inner feeling you know because that, that's what at the bottom line that's what got me to keep doing it was the kind of feeling when you're a kid of jumping and moving and that feeling of like excitement not adrenaline just feeling man that's why we all do it isn't it it feels interesting and fun and yeah. and it's that you know the chemicals are released but not adrenaline that's not good that's when things have gone wrong but um, yeah 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 uh so yeah find learn the foundation movements from like a coach like yourself or and then build on that and kind of which is kind of naturally more kind of comes across more natural what's easier for you to do and what feels the best and then kind of focus on that element and then keep building on it i think that's my my advice and then also i think for early people would be like clean movement in movement ageless like it always looked good you interviewed him last time didn't you? yeah yeah phil and they're still good like phil's videos from like 10 years ago still build up because it's just clean movement and he's it was so good then he, he's still good now they can just do what he wants yeah. and he's um he's still good <laughs> yeah, yeah it's true even if you put just uh basic stuff together and just train basic stuff together you improve right the, just the basic things not even jumping far or uh, doing really hard climbs just putting volts together if you train them hard enough you can really make uh, a combination of votes look beautiful, you know. I don't know how to explain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they're so clean and effortless, you can put them in different places and then make it into hard mode, make it into hard, because because uh, in reality, a cat pass pre is relatively simple, but it's made super difficult depending on where you put mm -hmm. it. Nice. Uh, or concrete, depending <laughs> on... <laughs> I said Scott like he hates that people call like uh, cat pass Kong. Why he prefers Kong? He likes cat pass. Ah, okay. He, someone goes Kong precision. He's like, oh, cat pass is a cat pass. <laughs> yeah. You should say Scott, show me. Go on, do one for me. Let me see. Show it. That's pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done that. I'm like, you do it, Scott. You know, we're filming things. Like, you give it a go. But now nah, Scott's good to work with. He's done some man. Yeah, you did that daredevil one in New York. Mhm. Mm yeah, I did the other three POV on series. I did Lisbon, Barcelona, and Berlin. Yes, in the post POV. They wow. Oh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, with your veggies. You haven't. Yeah. Yeah. The end of it, you're yeah. like, get me some veggies. Yeah, that was good, man. <laughs> man, that was cool. That was cool. Yeah, that was a good. That was awesome. That's one of his most successful ones. That was that was candid also. Huh? Oh really? Yeah, yeah, that was not like that was not like oh let me try to be funny. <laughs> me coming from one day filming the POV video and I got veggies and I'm like mm, now I'm gonna go home and eat some veggies and it was not planned to be on the video. I just got it. I don't know why. That's good, man. But the second part it was not honest anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
and and do you do you train now like uh, a lot of conditioning? Yeah, every uh, or do you train specifically for climbing for your thing? Every or? day there's something. So um, I used to, I used to do bouldering two times a week. So I do bouldering two times a week, and then I train with Harrison a few times a week, and then the running and then the hanging. Um, so there's all, everything's like all the trainings, body weight exercises around, I mean, you've got to know that you've got enough endurance to do a five story climb, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all prepped for those moments when I need it. So like, yeah. Fuck, I really want to train with you. I really want to train with Man, you. it'd be, yeah, it'd be, uh, yeah. We're going to do this this summer. It's funny that you train bouldering twice a week and then you train with Harrison. It's completely opposite. <laughs> <laughs> He's good though. Yeah, man, it's good. I, I do, and you're like, you're like uplifted by people you train with, aren't you? Just because you just see different options and different. He's, it's pretty. It's inspiring to train with people that are at the level because he, he is like such a powerful athlete. He, he's like, mm -hmm. he's like muscle, one of the most powerful athletes on the planet in my head. Yeah, yeah, no, he is. He is definitely. I'm trying to do that more. I'm trying to be more. Someone's good. Trying to express it more, you know. <laughs> just be like. Yeah, it's true. It's a good. You're thing. good, mate. You're good because I don't think people do that that much not so much in britain you're mm. good as well mate thank you you're good too man yeah, you're I'm, sick. A fan. I'm, I'm a fan mate. i'm your fan yeah cheers okay tic tac tic tac ready i give you two options you pick one okay let's do it all right coffee or tea coffee walls or rails walls gymnastics or martial arts martial arts down wall or free solo Free solo. Come on. Don was great though. <laughs> what, what about you? Sorry, no, I'm answering too much. I'm talking to <laughs> David Bell or Sebastian Fukan? Sebastian Fukan. Any Labako for his love? Breaking up, mate. We're breaking up. Oh no. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, Daniel Labako, man. Just because I've met, I've met Danny a few times. Um, yeah, man. And he's from that generation, you yeah. know, when we were, when we started, yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah. So you were asking me about me. I think I like free solo more. Uh, also, I also I like the 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 video, the movie itself. That feat, I think, is incredible. Uh, but I still respect uh, uh, Don Wall. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Tony. Yeah, yeah. Tony Cadwell. Yeah, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. yeah, that yeah, was hardcore, like definitely. But free solo, it's kind of. I think that's what's quite appealing, because I'm like right. So I'm quite surprised by how well some of my videos do. I'm like surprised, um, mm. but I think it's just. It kind of it's more accessible for people's minds to kind of comprehend like oh he's climbing high, really fast like Spider-Man <laughs> compared to parkour where it's just, pe pe I think people just don't appreciate the kind of intricacies of like a really 16 foot precision to a rail. Yeah. They're like, it's just jumping. But I feel like it's more like uh, approachable visually um, for, for most. Do you mean your videos or? Yeah, I think my, I think my videos yeah. because they've become like I said, it feels like normal for me, but I'm surprised how successful some are. Hmm. Uh, like, uh, I'm not all about, you know, the, the views. I've been doing it way before all of that. 
it's like one of them got like, I think she had on Facebook and it was like 46 million people. Uh, what? So I'm like, <laughs> it's like 45,000 comments. And it's, it's like, you've got thousands of comments. But it's like, do you read them all? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> do you read them all? Like thousands of comments, do you read them? No, I don't, yeah. No. But the but the thing is, I, I think I is what you said because... Uh, it's more accessible for people to, for uh, people who don't do parkour, to see what you're doing and be like, oh my god, look how fast this guy climbs yeah. the wall. Guys. But it's also really impressive for those who understand, because yes, yeah, no yeah, one is a specialist in a way that you are in something like that. And it, man, climbing the your like this fast ascent movement, it's fucking hard. People are lazy to do climb ups. You climb up when you finish a 20 feet <laughs> building climb. <laughs> so yeah, it's very understandable and uh, it's super impressive too because it's, it's you. It's like it's your personality and it's not like only a video with you doing this once. It's a, like a five minutes video of you doing this very creative also ways because you put some really creative movements together with it. Very attractive to the eyes and it's sick. It's very cool, man. Keep it up really thanks man that's it yeah 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 man okay. you too mate i want to try to do the 100 climb ups challenge uh that you do yes yes <laughs> you could you could get yeah definitely what is your record it's like 29 minutes uh 129 minutes but i want to get it down to 15 minutes so that's 50 climb ups in seven minutes and 30 seconds which is just i don't know if it's harrison doesn't think it's doable he's like no nah, mate you have to train that for a year, specialize in that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the top pops are the hardest part, I guess. I would say, like, because I did before like 60, uh, one training like a month ago, but with the top pops, it was fucking hard. <laughs> the, the flicking up the, the yeah. Yeah, the putting the feet up. on the wall. Yeah, man, that is, and then going back down. But that's great, because yeah. it's like, what, what I say is, it's like, if you can do a hundred climb ups in half an hour, then what's one at the top of a route? You feel like almost <laughs> unstoppable. It's uh, <laughs> man, it's great. Uh, <laughs> Sick. Yeah, it's cool. I will it's let cool. you know how it goes when I try. <laughs> yeah, man, de definitely. Yeah, send, send, send to me. But no, it'd be, it'd be good to yeah train with you at some point. Come to Cambridge, have you? You've never been. No, man. No, I have to. It'd be cool to see. Yeah. Scott is always telling me to go. Maybe maybe when after COVID I have to do it. Also. Now you can go on a tour. You can see Phil. Go see Phil Bristol, uh -huh. then come to Cambridge, and then hang out in London. UK trip. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I want to. Yeah, it would be that'd very be good, man. See, it'd be good to see you because it's so it's so much better to see someone move in person. So like, oh yeah, I see you're moving. Mm -hmm. I'm like, ah oh, yes, but seeing it in person is just uh, yeah. It's a different thing. Cool. I feel like there's there's not many people uh, like you around, mate. You know what I mean? Like, really at your age, still doing it, training. I don't feel there's many. Maybe it's because of this whole thing that's happened. It feels a bit like there's not as many people that do it. But. Yeah, but it's because it is like you, man. We're like, we love it and we want to do it. It's just, it's not like, it's not like a job. It's, it's, it's part of who we are, right? And it's a new sport and it's not like, like uh, we have to be carrying a flag, like we do parkour, let's make the sport be great and stuff like that. It's more like, it's, it's fun that we are doing this together. The whole community is working together to create this, this community, this 
philosophy every all, all of it it i think it's, it's it's just it's just pleasing never a burden maybe sometimes when you have to do 50 shows of one hour in a month then it hurts it's painful <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then you make money so you can be training for six months right yeah yeah that's the thing like the, the money helps like security so you can keep doing what you enjoy doing yeah. you know when you have when you have that money from the show but let me ask can i ask you a question quickly i was sort of thinking about it the other day like keeping it real because you have patterns with you know like instagram and posting and i was thinking like I was thinking to myself, like reinforcing my care for it. And I would ask you the same question I asked myself, like if you were on a desert island and there was, you just there for, the, for like, that's it now, that's your place. Would you still do parkour? <laughs> I asked this to Don Tomato on the first, uh, the, on the third. Did you? What same thing? The, not, not exact same thing. I said if there would be no social media, no one is seeing. Would you do parkour? <laughs> um, oh, yeah. on an island, would you still do it? Yeah, I think. I, yeah, sure. Yeah, I think so. You'd need to for survival. You need to get like food and that, so you'd need to use it. It'd be actual like proper, proper useful there, wouldn't it? But it would be so cool. Also, I think you would be smile even more doing parkour these ways. Like, if you don't have to work, you don't have to. You don't have to do parkour as an activity. You can just live like a normal day, and you're just moving around an island, and you're using parkour. Maybe like it's a different type of movement because you're not like staying in one spot and just drilling this one challenge. Mm. Sometimes you're just moving around and doing parkour. I don't know. I think it would be. I I would do it for sure, man. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I cannot say like hundred percent sure because I'm not there and I don't know how it would feel. Maybe I would feel desperate and depressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. But if I know I I could survive for fifty years in the deserted uh, deserted island, I think I would. Would you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would feel like I would uh, still train. I'd still do it. I'd still move. Because, you know, because of the genuine enjoyment for it. And also, we've got to climb high to get supplies, mate. Me and you. We've got to climb high. I've got to get the supplies. You know. We've got to do it. <laughs> Very handy. Yeah, got all the coconuts. Yeah. Coconuts again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate. Uh, oh man, is it? Oh, so it's a useful skill, though. I feel. Yeah, parkour. It's it's helped me like not be late for a lot of things. You know, like when you're about to get a train. It's useful. It's useful in that sense. Not only I, you see how people are so uh, clumsy. Like people who don't do parkour, people are really clumsy. Yeah. Like you put a wall in front of them, they don't know how to get over it. The wall is like waist high, and they're struggling. They're like how? <laughs> like it's not everyone, of course, but. Most part of the people who never practice parkour or gymnastics or something like similar, they see a wall and they're like, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for you, it's like, oh, let me have fun with this wall. Crikey. Imagine if you like, if we were, went into a portal and everyone went into like caveman times and, you know, be in big trouble then, wouldn't they? It's because we got a system in place that kind of uh, caters for you to be however you want to be, which is, which is cool in a way, but... It's kind of like, I feel like, oh, you have your body. It's such a intricate system. Mm -hmm. It's a shame if you don't fulfill its potential. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. Obviously, it's, if yeah. you're happy, it's fine. Like, honestly, 
But I'm just, for me, it's like, uh, I'm more about, like I said earlier, self-development and I'm at this age and not worrying too much about future. You know, that pressure. Obviously, I'm a bit different. Mm -hmm. We're a bit different because we've crafted a career and run that path. But it's good to... Yeah, you really enjoy the whole process, like the whole journey of training more than just the results, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, and also, I feel like the future is out of our control, isn't it? And that's the exciting thing about it. Because mm -hmm. I, didn't, I didn't think, you know, I'll be, I'll be on this interview, you know? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Scott reached out to you, didn't he? Uh, but... Um, Yeah, he said Shane would be interesting. I was like, oh, cool, now I have an excuse. <laughs> I said to Scott, I was like, you'll be interesting, Scott. Come on, mate. <laughs> I told him the same. <laughs> I asked him. To. I was like, what are you on? I, was like, I said to him, I was like, Scott, come on, man. You've, he's, he's done a lot for the... Um, yeah, he's done a lot for the scene, I feel. Yeah, so much. Yeah. Man. For sure, for sure. Like, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, But getting back into it, you don't know what the future yeah. holds, so it's better that you're ready. You never know when you need parkour to run away from from zombies, right? Yeah, yeah, that as well. Like, who, man? Could you would you have expected the year we've had last year? I, it's it's <laughs> no. it's it's sort of your control. But I think that's one of the reasons I like what we do as well. It's because it's the most in control. I feel when you know you do a movement, a set of movement that's completely how you want it to be. That's in control. And especially with that element of height, where there isn't much room for error, there's not, there's hardly any. So it's uh, it's the most control I feel, which is good. Um, so it's and it you feel the most in the present I feel when you're doing it. So it's it's cool. So yeah, don't, don't worry about. That's something I'd say about to the kids actually. You know, back to that question. That don't worry so much about the future. Focus on your skills now. And I think only good things can happen, depending on if you move around. Because uh, if I stayed in this town where I'm, where I grew up, and didn't move around, it's kind of uh, it helps create the luck, doesn't it? Moving around, along with yeah. the hard work. Because uh, you've travelled all over the place, haven't you? So yeah, so it's like you're you're, every day you're finding a challenge to decipher, discover, and make it better. It's a way of not caring so much about the future and always and also being ready for the future. Yeah. Because if every day you go and you see a challenge like a climb or a run a line or anything and you work on it and you find a way to do this very efficient and have full control over it, then why would you be so concerned about the future? When the challenges of the future will come, you're just going to face them in the same way you face every day's challenge like this that you put yourself into. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Apply apply that same, yeah, self-discipline to other aspects in the future. Yeah. But also worrying about the future, kind of this philosopher Alex Watts, kind of if you're constantly thinking about the future, you're not present and you're only ever living in the future. Yeah. And then you're never, you've never really lived in the now. Yeah. So it's like you get the future, I get the money, now what? Oh, now I'm going to get this, now what? Now I'm going to get this. I kind of learned that because I, I had a period in my life where I was after the, you know, hustling, you know, like not hustling in bad way, just, oh, I got this job, now this job, okay, now this job. And it was like a minute when I was like, mm -hmm. got back from doing Ninja Warrior in Vegas, 30 days where I just wanted to like smell the roses and mm -hmm. reflect more on what I've done. Just like, yeah, was, yeah, making the best of what happens and where we are, you know, and, and the moments wherever you are, that's kind of, yeah, how mm -hmm. I roll. All right, so getting back to it, really like back, you, I, I, I was curious, did you, did you get chosen? Did you get a job for Doctor Strange? Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah, I did. Ah, nice. <laughs> so you did stunts for the movie. What did I you was do? Like, um, so I did, back in 2015, uh, 22nd of September, my birthday was the first day on set. I uh, was a parkour consultant on the film, putting parkour elements, working with the stunt coordinator mm-hmm. to put it into the film and teach, you know, the stuntmen and the actors cool. how to do those parkour elements. Oh, very dope. Which was quite cool. So it was like a coaching... That's what I mean, like, um, I was coaching for three years, and then I ended up coaching on this huge film. <laughs> it's interesting, so it, you, you start, you don't know where it's going to end up, mm-hmm. so, but, you know, so I'm coaching in the back of a weird little garage, these kids mm-hmm. that are, you know, making it into something, and then I end up coaching on this film, Marvel film, which was, uh, which was <laughs> awesome. I remember the audition with, you had, like, Storm Freerun, Stora, all of these people, and you had me. <laughs> Um, but I believe, I, yeah, 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 but, uh, yeah, it was, it was good, it was good, man. And that helped show me the path. Because mm-hmm. once you do something like that, no one can, like, take it away. It's like, it's happened now. <laughs> you know? Cool. So that's cool. All right, Shane. Very good talk to you. Yeah, it's nice. I got a good train. Camila is waiting for you. Sorry, I'm like, <laughs> I bet you're like, because usually you're like 15 no, minutes no, in there. Yeah, yeah, but no, but it's cool, it's cool. I really enjoy this talk. Very, very pleasure. Pleasure to meet you. Yeah, man. And hopefully we're gonna meet this year. I'm. I can't wait for everything to go, get a little bit back to normal. And I really want to go to UK and try with you be. and be in Cambridge because I never explored Cambridge. Oh, that'd be. And you're also very invited to come to Lisbon anytime. Oh, thank you, thank you, man. Definitely. It's on. Uh, Scott says it quite often. He's like, let's go Lisbon. So yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, it's been been a pleasure, man. Good to chat to you. Yes. And then maybe we we should swap shoes because it's called swapping shoes, right? So when we meet, <laughs> we swap shoes, yeah. Ooh, let's. No, <laughs> let's do it then. <laughs> wow, yeah. Okay. Oh, man. All right. Ciao, yeah. ciao. See you. Have a good session, Bye. man. See you later. Thanks. Ciao. If you made it here, thank you. I hope you enjoyed it. It was, uh, as I said, it was a great talk. When we were chatting, I didn't know that there would be all these weird sounds. Um, But I hope it didn't destroy so much your experience uh, on this conversation with Shane. What a legend, huh? Super cool, dude. All right. Uh, I hope you're going to have a great week of training and I will see you in a bit. Don't forget that you can support this podcast by clicking on the donate button in the description on Spotify. All right. See you. Ciao, ciao.